0: talk new episode starts now welcome everybody to another edition of the look and talk podcast i'm your man b jones and today we have a guys only
1: round ladies and gentlemen
0: now before i introduce the guys i do have a quick note i gotta say rest in peace to a um, college um childhood friend justin harris justin thoughts and prayers with his family it's, it's never fun to hear someone passed away and that this was playing on my mind. It's like, damn. I grew up with this guy. Like, He was maybe two houses over from where my grandmother stayed. So I remember sometimes just going to hang out with him. Um, I said prayers up for his family because we all knew each other. It's like we all knew each other. Family, they family watched me grow up. My family watched him grow up. Um, one of his uncles helped me get my first job out all after college. So I just want to say rest in peace to Justin Harris and prayers up for the Harris family because yes, it's never fun to lose somebody that is younger Thanks. than you. You know what
2: I'm saying? So rest in peace for sure. I'm a good
1: Yeah, person. definitely rest in peace.
2: Yes, rest in peace. Um,
0: rest in peace to the family. It's gonna be all right. Justin, he's in a better place now. It's like it's it's sad that I have to give him his roses when he passed away. It's sad. I don't like doing that. I'd rather show up while you're here and reconnect. But unfortunately, can't do that. So rest in peace, Justin. I know one day I'm going to see you again, man. And we're going to keep going hard for you, man. Um, bless up. Prayers up for his family. I'll keep his family lifted, ladies and gentlemen. All right, y'all. I Every step
1: out. I take. Yes. Every move I make. Hey, hey. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all hear him singing. Let me introduce hey, the man. guys today. Uh, today, joining me from y'all heard him on episode ninety nine of Liquor Talk. He's the man of the Hear Me Out podcast. Burp, 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 burp. What's up, y'all? It's uh, Marco the Prince from the Hear Me Out podcast. Thank you, Victor, for allowing me back on your show. Appreciate it.
0: It's no problem, dog. it's no problem Hey man, I'm still looking forward to coming on, hear me out You just let me know when And now joining us from the Off Black Podcast Is Mr. Don B in the house How you doing, my brother? <laughs> I was waiting for the air horn I am
2: good, my brother Thank you so much for having me on um, Guys, it is, it's me, Don B That's at Lee Don B on all platforms Um am super excited to be here And yeah, I've been waiting for this all week like, Let's get into it Let's do it. Yes, let's get into it. I've been waiting for
0: this all week, too. This is the guys' only round. This is going to be something we bring you regularly. Um, which I know that we starting at the end of season two, but season three, we're going to bring this regularly, y'all, because this okay. is a platform for us guys. Talk about what us men deal with. So it's something we needed. So let's go ahead and get into it. We're going to start with this icebreaker. Today's icebreaker comes out of Virginia. Now, I saw on social media that somebody – Found a, found a million
1: dollars on the side of the road and, and, and decided to call the cops. Were they... so? They had to be white. They were not black. I, I wasn't, wasn't going to say it. They had <laughs> to be white. It's guaranteed. <laughs> were they white? Yeah, they were
3: white. <laughs> <laughs> what, come on, what
0: black person you know... Gonna, gonna go, go turn in a million dollars. I mean, like, you'd, be hey, really, you'd be
3: really,
1: you no. will be really surprised. It'd be that one person, and you just look and you'd be like, you know, it just had to be you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's why I be saying like, ever you know, since I the DC remember, sniper um, days, we've been set back like ten years. Remember the DC sniper, and everybody was just like, please don't be black, please don't be black. And that nigga actually was black, and we don't snipe people
0: like that's crazy. But you never know. It's always that one. It's always It's always that, always that one. Just yeah. like it's always that three percent actually support Donald Trump, I found out long. So I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, revoke your black card. So, fellas, what would y'all do if y'all found a million dollars on the side of the road? Um, never. You
2: never see you here from me again. What do you mean?
1: Like, I'm, I'm gone. Let no. me tell you. <laughs> Saying Don, um, I would pay off everything that I owe, and just buy some land somewhere. And just disappear. I would start my whole life over.
2: Look, I Absolutely. grew up with both of y'all. Listen, I grew up both of y'all. And y'all
1: would not know it because no can't nobody have none. So nope. like, what happened? Oh, Where'd Don
2: go? Nobody knows. It's a mystery. Y- like, y'all thought I was
1: quarantining? No, I disappeared on y'all ass, okay?
2: Quarantine, <laughs> I was ain't no for quarantine
0: secrets cause... never came back. Listen, ain't no quarantine. I, what I'll do is I'm going to do both what y'all said, I'm gonna pay everything back. And then once, once it's time, once I done paid everybody back, I will break my sister, and mom off some, and tell them both of them I love y'all, but I'm going to a country, another country. I'm taking that money to another country where America can't expedite me for anything, because there are some countries that America just don't fuck with. I'ma find one of them countries and blend right in. All of them. So I'm
1: with you on that. As long as you got to beat, something good. Uh, let me tell as long you now. Go over there and
2: just assimilate to y'all's
1: culture. <laughs> Let me
2: find one with a, with a beach, a warm climate, and some beautiful women. Oh,
1: come on. Talk to me
2: now. God I'm is gonna you. bless you for thinking of your mom and your sister because guess who wasn't thinking about anybody but himself.
1: Me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm
1: gone. I'm, I'll see you later. My grandma, I'll probably cash out for a little something, but she won't know where I'm going. But Yeah, because I, nah, I feel you want to know what I feel like? I feel like once you tell one person, it just gets out. And then, like... Not everybody wants some. Um, not everybody right. wants yeah. some. But you have that yeah. one time to find it. Okay, we just leave it. Nope, we just... Mm-mm. I'll probably think about it for 30 seconds. But then I would still be like, no, Marco, just go. Nope.
2: And I will the the I I
0: so think, think about it for like maybe 15 seconds. I'm like, fuck this shit. You all got all these fucking bills to go pay pay all these niggas back and just start a new life somewhere because America don't fuck with black people.
1: No, they don't.
0: Mm-hmm. I, know, I know y'all seen them stories. So now what do y'all think? Let's go ahead and get really into it now. What are y'all thoughts as black men seeing all the numerous stories of how us black folks just get harassed by white folks they ain't even the fucking police we just doing our jobs and we getting harassed
1: we in 2020 and this, still, this shit still happening yeah it's sad <laughs> <laughs> Marco, um away. i hate it i think it's disgusting um we didn't we honestly we don't really do nothing i mean they it's There's just so much anger built in them. Not all of them, but what we've been seeing. And it's just like, why are you mad? Like, why are you mad at us? Like, we can probably talk this out. Like, all these shootings and like shit. My anxiety is bad. When I seen all those shootings about two weeks ago, like, I had to just throw my phone. I purposely left my phone at home while going to work. Found a little app that would do my Instagram and Twitter and Facebook posts for the podcast, and I was like, "Oh, there we go. We're just gonna leave this phone right here today. Don't nobody need to call me if it's an emergency. You can get you can get me at work." I had to talk. Yep, I had to see my therapist and everything. Cause I mean, I like running outside. I mean, I like skittles. I like Arizona. I like just being a fucking black man in America. And we can. I just agree. yeah, like I just can't even just be a black man in America. So it's, it's scary sad that it's
0: 2020 and we just can't be black men in America. You got old white men. You come to a rich white man neighborhood just to do your fucking job, and they call me. They call the police on you. Oh, yeah. Do not get me started on
1: FedEx. On them too. Right. Oh, them FedEx too. I wouldn't even think about FedEx. But I'm glad
3: you brought
2: that up, uh. FedEx. Y'all really ain't shit. Y'all just, Let's you know what I mean? But that story, the first thing you brought up, Victor, with the dude being, like, locked, blocked in the gate or whatever, like, I was so upset, I was literally getting teary-eyed watching the video. Like, I was so frustrated in the moment. Like, mm-hmm. I was there, you know? And it's, I don't know, like, it's just, like, sick. Like, it's really, really sick that that could still be happening. But it's, it's deeper than just, like, making a post and just telling somebody that things are wrong, like, it's ingrained Mm in people, you know what I mean? It's a part of the way we grow up, white people, Americans, when I say we, I mean Americans, like, um, I used to work for this doctor's office, right? And we sold, I wear, we were like a high-end doctor's office, so, you know, we had really high-end clientele, so, mainly white, you know, business owners, stuff like that, and I was the only black person that worked there, the only guy, the youngest, you know, all that, so, Black male on a hundred, right? And it's all older white women. And we were cool. They loved me. I loved them. We, should, we had hung out at the houses. We had holidays together. Everything was good. But it was just always like some racial tension. And I was always trying to like educate them on things, right? And so like a black person will walk in, it can be anybody. Was just a total walk in. Everybody's demeanor changes completely. Like everybody's completely on guard. And one day, one of them told me it's because when they first opened up, a black man stole a pair of glasses from them one time or whatever. Like, I guess he, he came in and swiped some, put him in his shirt, walked out or whatever. So ever since then, y'all open for 10 years, when a black person comes in, you think of that one black person, y'all are all afraid. I was like, no, it's just ingrained in you. That's an excuse, but you're just used to being afraid of black people. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they, it can be kids, adult, women, men. Just, when they walk in, it'd be so rare that they come in, but everybody are probably tense up. And I'm like, do you tense up when I walk around? Like, you know, like, I, I'm the same as them. You know what I mean? It's just like, they can't differentiate it, but it's just like, in their DNA, really. Yeah, I definitely feel that, because
0: it's definitely in their DNA, because I remember when I worked at Macy's, and I was the visual security officer, I sat down for a minute, just just for a minute, just in the camera room, and I'm seeing this um, white lady... There's some black people in there. She's zooming in on the black people. I'm like, you think they're going to steal something? When half the times, the times I was there, the people that be stealing, they weren't even black. I'm just like, y'all
1: or something. So I used to work at a, a grocery store back home in Oregon. And um, you would think it would be normal people stealing steaks and diapers and laundry detergent. No, nigga, it was lawyers. Like they will come in with some, yeah, yes. They will come in. Lawyers with Lawyers don't
0: get paid in Oregon,
1: uh, nigga. I don't know, but they will come in there with an empty briefcase. Put the briefcase in the um, in the cart when nobody's looking. Put the meat in the briefcase. Leave the cart in the aisle and just walk out with the briefcase. They well, didn't
0: have the um detectors to sense anything.
1: No, that's crazy.
0: You? That is crazy. And like, I don't, I don't have detectors that will beep
1: if somebody walk past it. No, the meat didn't I, have no detector on the it. Me. Huh? The meat didn't have no um d- detector on it.
2: Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> that's wild. It, I believe it though. I, I believe it too. I, I, but I it's so much easier that. for them because nobody would ever suspect that because it's just so natural. to not suspect them for anything. So nobody's even looking that direction. But like, it's uh, I go walk into Walmart down the street from my house and literally, when I go I up to the register, it's two people standing, you know, like the self, check out things or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the other day I looked up, this man was right, basically right behind me, like staring over my shoulder, one of the workers. And I didn't have my headphones in, I didn't say nothing. And then um, I turned around, and he's right up on me, and I was like, it's not six feet. <laughs> so I was trying to look at him and he was like, you need some help? And I'm like, nope, I'm good. You need some help? What's which Walmart in Orlando? Orlando? Wait, which uh, Walmart in Orlando did you go to to have this happen? This is right down
1: the street. I'm over here on Curry Ford and Econ, y'all, yeah, with the Walmart neighborhood market. Gang, gang. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. I just felt like he was just all up
2: on me and then trying to make a joke afterwards because I was putting money in and I had a $100 bill and I was like, can I put um, this bill in there? And he you was know, it too big? And he was just like, oh, no, it's fine. Well, this is fake. <laughs> like, now he's trying to make it funny. I literally just get my blanks there and turn back around. That's why I will be asking people for
0: help in one because they be asking the dumbest shit. I'll be like, look,
2: But it is well, sad. Because he, he felt like a stupid that I gave him that shit because he knew I knew what he was doing. So then he was trying to like make light of it. Like, oh, I'm, you know, not watching you. Like, you're going to steal something out of you. I'm not sure to steal no damn. now. Frozen pizza's out here, my nigga.
1: Like, get out of my face. <laughs> not my the favorite. frozen pizzas. So you basically just had them in your hand. Like, you didn't even need a cart. Sir, back your ass up. You see, I, I walked was, in this yeah. line with three things. I'm leaving with three. See, that's why whenever I go to the
0: store, I come in, get what I need, and get out. Because I'm not trying to make no eye contact. No. And also, I will say I'm blessed that I, don't, I haven't had those crazy experiences. But I also know which stores to get up and, and which areas to avoid, it sucks as black people, we still gotta go through this shit. It, it's 2020 and us black men have to, we still gotta go through this shit. And it's like, it is horrific to see those thoughts and stuff. But I, my first thought is like, oh shit, that could have been me. It's like, you know what, what I think might happen? I think what what's gonna happen is a black person's gonna fuck around and snap on one of them. And we not gonna be like, no kumbaya, kumbaya shit.
2: I hate to say that, but I mean, I hate to say it too, but I feel like I'm keeping a, a buck. Like, I don't think anything's gonna change until something radical like that happens. Like, yeah, until, until a black person just snaps on one of them and just makes
0: an example and then I'll be in a white dead dug in the head, like, oh, that might happen to me if I fuck with this black person. <laughs>
2: Hope, hopefully, it can stay at that. It is a turn into like some kind of like fucking race war type of shit. i I'm not trying to be dramatic, but i feel like the pro- protesting we can protest all we want to we can make hashtags but that shit is not working and it never has we've been protesting since we've been here like and nothing has ever changed Not saying it's a waste of time exactly. but then like i feel like eventually niggas gonna get
1: tired and it's gonna turn into you know I, people gonna start fighting that i agree right? i feel like we in the walk like the walking dead i've never seen the walking dead but i've heard about it and um like, this is just like our final days. Like, people are going to start going butt shit crazy. It can't
2: Like, happen. like yeah, that's,
0: that's definitely going to happen. I, I watched a couple episodes of Walking Dead. I feel like it's coming. So, we're talking about black folks. Get your gun licenses. Yo.
1: Yeah, get your gun licenses and stick together.
2: Listen, yes, please if do. If you think we need them before, tell me. Let's ask
1: uh RIP to Brianna Taylor. Is, oh, uh.
2: Is that, is that her name? I don't want
1: to hear Yeah, I, name. I believe I that's it. her name. I, just I think heard, that is her name. I just heard you about it today. A-
2: in your own bed.
1: Nigga, what? A- I wish somebody Nobody. would come up in here asking me what the hell I'm doing. I'm asleep. What the hell are you doing in here?
2: Bitch, I live here. What the hell are you doing? I live here. You come up, up in here with guns shooting, and I shoot back, and I use, I'm i getting charged for shooting back at you. You came in here shooting at me in the dark. I don't know who you are. It's the middle of the night. Did I call the police? Why are you here? Like that's... we went to wrong residence. The fuck out of here. And the old girl sleep and she just has nothing to do with any of this. Like, could you imagine? Like
1: Didn't we just deal with this in Dallas? How many times see, did they go in the wrong house on and, how many different 19, occasions?
2: Multiple times. And yeah, that's what and, I'm honestly, and honestly, and what's happening is
0: the system is just slapping them on the wrist, not really doing shit for them because they might get fired in one department. But another county might hire them, and because I've seen that here in Florida, where I think it was like the uh, my mom told me some city in, in Alachua County, um, it, it's not Gainesville, but they said that police department was so bad and so racist, they had to shut the state had to come in and shut down that police department. They all they did was just go to different parts of Florida, the more redneck parts of Florida. So they need they need something that's just gonna make an example out of them to scare But I don't
1: think it's going to happen until one of us just snaps. Right? Let, let it's, it's, for-
2: they, when they fire people and, and uh, move people to different places, that's just for show for us. But they encourage that, like, if they know what they're doing, like, it's not no accident. We target nothing. practice to them. It we, it's like,
0: we're target practice to them, and that's why those white folks, they call the police. Like, it's customer service. Oh, my God, a black person. Let me call the police. Yeah. y'all cut this shit out.
1: How, like so I also touched on this on one of my episodes. I find it very hard to believe that both cops that work together are cruel. Where's the good cops? Because no. when you're watching your officers shoot these innocent black people, my brothers and my queens, where is the ones that, oh, you know that was wrong. You should never did that. And why aren't they standing up?
0: yeah exactly that's why I'm like where
1: are, where are the good uh, and I, I feel like shout out to all the good cops because we know y'all out there but where are the good cops now? what do y'all think about this exactly like if, if there are some out there because I'm not going to act like they're not
2: because I've had my own run-ins with law, and I've had some good cops that have been very same good name, to me same and I've had some that have been completely awful mm-hmm. um, so I'm not one of those people that's just like fuck the cops you know what I mean my uncle who I love very much is a homicide detective I have an endless police officer like, my other uncle's was a judge. Like, my family's thoroughly mixed into the legal system. But you still can't trust them. Because I feel like the system has just been built on what it's built on. And it's built on us being on the bottom. That's how it always going to be until it's completely uprooted. It ain't no laws going to be passed tomorrow. Ain't no, you know, mm. ch- a petition is going to change in the world. Like, the entire thing has to be uprooted and removed. Like, and it's going to take some serious shit for it to happen. And... Like I said, the average me working in that, that office showed me like the average white American really does not give a fuck about any of this stuff going on, like at all. And that's not yeah. it's not that everybody's racist, it's just and this is programmed and they don't care. Like they've never been taught to care. So are we yelling and chanting for each other? You know? I'm sorry, yeah. go ahead. And you know what else i hate is like i work in a customer service
0: and i've had white people on the phone they're like i can tell you're black and you don't care i'm like oh oh now i'm supposed to care because it's my job oh but when something happens to us black folks where where's your care at so excuse me because i'm not having the best day and i'm not i'm not here to kiss your ass i'm not here to be then my job not paying me enough to be your Superman. You're not about to talk me in kind way, so it's
1: it's sad. Let me tell you, I have to tell somebody: don't let this suit fool you. Because I would like, I would get black real quick up in this bitch. Don't disrespect me. Like don't if try. I if I'm wrong, like educate me. Don't belittle me.
2: Yeah, axe.
1: Like That's just a sit. Down. Oh, you know don't
2: what?
0: Yes, that is facts. Please, y'all, this is facts. I hope y'all enjoying this first ever Guys Only Round. Now, fellas, we're going to shift the conversation a little bit to something I saw off Clyde's Instagram. And now, because you know on Look Talk, we deal with relationships, so this will be our relationship aspect, and then we're going to go to some more things. What do y'all think of the interracial dating boom that's all of a sudden happening? Or maybe it's always been like that, but now it's being more publicized because... I remember watching Ply's Instagram story there. He was like, Where are all these, why are all these black women running the white men now? I just want to get you all take on that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Don. You go Marco. first. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're passing it up. They, they must have something good to say, y'all, because they both passing it up. So,
1: so um, what y'all... Let me say this. You know, people date who they fucking want to. I'm not been. I'm not meant to date no fucking white person. I just can't. Um, I just love my black people so much. Um, I think black women are amazing. I think black men are amazing. And I'm like, I just want to stay with that experience. I don't want to have to experience something new or just try to have to educate somebody else on why I do certain things, like. I've always, I've always owned, and y'all can probably agree with me too. I've always had a pair of Nike slides. The first time a white person <laughs> asked me, "Why do you always have a pair of Nike Nike slides?" I don't know, but it's just a part of the culture. Like, don't don't ask these things. Like, I, I'm not trying to teach you. <laughs> like, I just can't, and I haven't like. I know you say interracial relationships, but um, white people, I just cannot do. Um, I've never really tried any other race. So, yeah, there's that. <laughs> okay, so question. I was like, any
2: other races? Or no.
1: Do you I know? just... I've no, no, always I they say they right. black people
2: afraid
0: of white folks or any other race because it's like... I've been seeing a lot. Dude, I see a lot of black women on social media bashing black men, and I've also seen black men. I've been at the workplace, black men, black men sitting here bashing black women. Now let me tell y'all this, and then I'll let you go down. And fuck
1: future um, too. Sorry. Huh? I said fuck future because he is showing his ass on Twitter.
0: Oh, we gonna get the future. Now. Oh We're gonna
1: my get bad, sorry. <laughs> gonna get my get bad. The too. We, gonna get,
0: we gonna get the future. Um, I saw that too. Get, awesome. Um. I don't know, maybe this was kind of justified. I don't know. We'll get to that. Anyway, but I had when I was working somewhere, I saw these two older black men who both of them were in the military. I told them, yeah, I would want me a black woman. They said, Man, you crazy, man. It's like they have so much attitude, they have so much drama with your white woman or other race woman, they don't have that much drama. I
1: would Because that's black. the easy way out. They mama black. Do y'all like, think of that is your
0: mama like that? I'm sorry, mama. Mama may have been crazy, but Mama built me to be strong. And Mama, and I feel like I was built to uh, love a black woman and a black woman only. It's like, now, in high school, I kind of got away from that a little bit. I thought about dating outside my race, but hey, going to FAMU changed all that. I ain't going to lie. After <laughs> the, at the FAMU, it was slam dunk to doubt. Uh, black, I can forgive a black woman. I will never just be like, oh my God, I hate black women because of what you did. And so, and that's why I also do want to say to all my sisters out there, don't give up on us black women. Don't give up on us black men.
1: Don't please stop giving up on us. I don't Damn think, man. I don't think they giving up. I just think, I think they just tired of our shit. Like, just, cause you know, <laughs> some niggas ain't shit. And like, think- you keep but like emotional attachments, when the man keep like leaving her, going out, and then coming back, and then going out, it's like I'm not about to do this no more. Like, I just want to try something new and I, just step out of my comfort zone. Just need to um
0: put a foot down, like no, I'm not doing this no more. Find find someone someone else. Uh-huh. Put your foot
1: down. That's for both of them. Because if you running right. back too, you got a problem too. Because why you, you keep said, running back, but you don't want to be with me? Answer every time that.
0: <laughs> Every time <laughs>
1: I try to leave Some Mickey's Pulling
2: me back pulling me back, back. Hey <laughs> what's your thing On this whole situation Don? You know what It's very Um Complicated uh So interracial dating Right Um I have interracially dates. I said that right <laughs> I definitely have I'm one of those You know Weird hippie motherfuckers That's just like I like people, so I don't really see all that stuff. I mean, what you, you do see it, but I just like what I like, what I like it. But I think it's cool when it's about that, and it's not necessarily... When the race is not the... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? What you're is out of if, the mind, if you're not dating somebody because of their race, that makes sense. Okay. That's what's the problem for me. Like, I grew up in a small town, um, so there's not very many black people, so... I, you know, we had the white girls with, you know, the big white girls with the, you know, you know little bob haircut with the bang that was dating all the black boys, you know what I mean? Or the Mexican, the, the Mexican chicks that were chasing the black dude. Like, that was like a thing, you know what I mean? It was like, just to say you were dating this black guy was like a thing to do, you know what I mean? Those are the same girls that go after the athletes, you know what I mean? Like, like it's just like, that's what's the problem. Same thing with like uh, guys that date white girls. When it's like they get a white girl and act like that's some kind of prize or something. Like I'm better now because I have a white girl. That's when it's an issue. But if you're just dating somebody because you just mess somebody up was dope and y'all vibe and y'all had a good time, that's that's what I believe in. You know, that might sound like mm-hmm. really yeah, very dope. In, <laughs> I feel like yeah, you like who you like. But when you date somebody because of some kind of like
1: fetish or, you know, whatever, like something about their race, that's when it's an issue for me personally. Exactly. Understood.
0: good point um I de- that's definitely a good point that part i get but the part where i'm just now i'm not okay with is people that want to date outside their race but then go on social media and bash their own race or bash their own race while in right. conversation that's right. the part i'm looking like
1: really what the fuck that is a problem yeah. um and i wish we would stop like
0: I really do. I really wish. If you're
1: happy with your white man, your Indian man, whoever, like you don't have to bash other queens. Y'all both black. Yes. And niggas, y'all ain't gonna bash your um other brothers. Like it's not even like that. I don't know, nigga. For know, real. Been irritating For so real. Black men yeah, we need to stop
0: bashing our sisters. And black women we need to stop bashing our our, our brothers. If you like that white man, fine, go out with him. Just don't make a big deal. Don't be on national TV talking a lot of shit about black men, because your dad is still black man, and I de- And also, I dare you to bring that white person around your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me see. Let me know how I that worked for you. White
1: person, I would. <laughs> I would never bring a white person around my family. They, they would oh, not. Gosh. They oh, would not okay. last.
0: They wouldn't. Lie. I already know they would not last. I already know. Now, what do y'all think of writers? Um, a lot of these black writers, they they um they like to portray they don't they they're not showing the black love, and all of a sudden their shows getting boomed for it because not against Shonda Rhimes, but I'm like really Shonda.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about Tyler.
0: Him too, him too. Okay. We because I know Shonda Shonda did was writer for Scandal, and I'm like. Oh, oh! Everybody booming because she decides she put this white man. But if it was the other way around, y'all be going hell.
1: <clears throat> you know, speaking of scandal, I've um actually restarted it from the beginning. It's a really good I show, to- but I was like, after seven seasons of this shit, Olivia, you didn't take that damn White House. Like, I was dedicated every Thursday with a bottle of wine. And that's the only that's the only thing that I was I was just like you not you gonna do all this he put you through all that. Well, remember just- I don't know, I don't want to spoil it for
2: you. I don't know if you have you finished the whole thing. How you finished it? Yes. Oh, because I mean, remember she she had it for like a split second. Like it was in her grasp for like two episodes, and then <laughs> <laughs> this was right back. They snatched it out. But ain't that just like how they do black women though? Building yeah, that- the house for everybody else, doing all the
1: hard labor and all the work, and then as soon as you get oh.
2: Was I didn't just even think, think you about that. It oh, yes, yes, but, that's Yeah, definitely. I got a lot about scandal. We could do a whole scandal episode because there was a lot of life lessons up in there. But I do feel like the the whole white band thing was that. Um, at first, I was just like, uh, oh, it's not a big deal. But then when her new boyfriend that she was cheating on him with was white as well, it was just like, okay, that was the thing. You know what I mean? It was like, and yet yeah, she had the one black dude That was trying to get with her And she wasn't having it at all Like I was just like Alright now it's painting a picture You know Like Don't do that And
0: And honestly it was a picture That some of us black men Honestly well, As I kept saying I, I turned off I said you know I'm about to hell with scandal You know what I'm saying To hell with it You know what I'm saying So Now Moving on Ladies and gentlemen This is liquor talk If you don't know Now you know Go ahead and pull you up a shot If you haven't done so already Because the more liquor you drink the better this is going to sound. I'm with the guys tonight. This is the guys' only round, ladies and gentlemen. Now, we're going to get to another guy, Bootsy. We're going to deal with him now. Bootsy and D-Wade, we about to deal with
1: them. We're going to start with Bootsy. Okay. Can we start here? Right. Um yeah. Can we not put Bootsy and D-Wade in the same sentence? Because I don't even know how D-Wade got drug the Bootsy's mess.
0: Here's how they did. Uh, okay. how, the, yeah, everybody I was no comparing to, everybody was comparing the situations. That's how that's how Boost and D. Wade's mess got drugged
2: together because
1: but, everybody was comparing it to D. Wade. But those situations are completely different.
2: Exactly.
1: Uh, like yes, they are. one is actually they are. like that is child abuse. That is rape. That is a mental illness. That is a federal crime. You are on the fucking internet advertising it.
2: Everything you just said, I'm sure has come out of the mouth of some ignorant Boosie supporter about Dwayne Wade. I, trust me. I bet everything you just said, I bet you that's what they really say. About they probably have. It. And I see, and I agree with you. And don't trust those niggas. <laughs> are not are
0: not the same. Because Boosie, you did, you advocating for your child to do this, but it's like, this also shows you what America thinks of black little black boys, because I'm like, we don't really care. But if those were some little black girls... Oh, don't you know Booster be going to jail right now? Them kids probably apostate care. They be raising all kinda of hell.
1: America didn't care America don't care about our black girls. Remember we was going through a whole year of black teens missing throughout the whole fucking United States? Um, they're still missing. And okay. and yeah, I was gonna say, and they're still missing. why yeah, ain't that I'm on missing. the news? They just don't care about black people. That's just we
0: about tired of this not caring about black people. But honestly, from a parental standpoint, I would not do that to my child. No, hell no. You need to be a fucking child. Maybe once you turn, once you hit in adulthood, I'll, I'll look out for you like that. But until you hit adulthood, don't be at, don't know. That
3: nobody is touching my child. Hell
1: no. That needs That's to be disgusting. the family. And T.I.'s ass, too, because he still goes to the doctor with his, uh, I think she's 19 now. 19-year-old 19 daughter. T.I., that is disgusting. She is a grown woman.
2: And then to tell people, I'm sorry, it, does, it all makes me
1: very To incredible. tell, that's the thing. To tell people. If you do it, keep that in the privacy of your own home. Please do. Like, please do. But, like, this whole internet thing and, like, telling your business, I don't know where this came from. Like,.
0: I don't know, people need to go back to being old school Way nobody knew nobody knew, and nobody asked about it because this is just ridiculous. Like Even that Tia situation, I'm like, T.I., what the hell are you going in there with your daughter for? No, that's not your business. No, you don't have her same body parts, but mama need to do that with her, not you. No, hell
1: no. And more importantly, now, the- I was going to say, um, more importantly, you're controlling a woman's body, which I also have a problem with that, too. But yeah. they're they not ready for that conversation.
2: No, they're not. <laughs> they're so not ready right for
0: that conversation. But I'm like, Boosie, you need to do better. And I'll see, you, you don't have a right to be speaking about D-Wade. Now, D-Wade is doing what he feels is right with his son, allowing them to transition. But personally, I wouldn't... Nothing against the trans and nothing like that, but I wouldn't allow it until you're 18. If you want to express yourself in that manner, go for it. But to have the sex operation at, like, that young age, no, you you still young, you know what I'm saying? You, you still don't know what the hell you're still doing. You're still
3: learning some stuff. So, mm-hmm.
1: you know, I would have to say the opposite thing. Cause I know how it feels when, you know, I tell my parents something and I was like, Oh no, you're not. And I'm like, no, this is actually the time that I need your support. Like I'm going through a fucking change and I need to talk to somebody. Um, and I'm a firm believer in mental health and therapy and everything. Um, I I would do it for my kid. If they was like, Dad, I really want to talk to you, X, Y, and Z. Okay, first, let's go to therapy. Let's just make sure that this is something that you would like to do. I would just sit there and listen. (laughs) And, you know, if you... Okay, so you'd be okay with your son or daughter having a sex change at uh, 12 or 13? Okay, so... so, We'll see you. I I was going (laughs) to... I don't know if it's like, if they did the surgery or anything, but it's a whole, when you're transitioning, it's a whole different process. It's longer than just going to surgery and then just coming back out.
2: Yeah, there's like months and months of like hormones Mm and like all these different things. Um, Listen, I'm sorry, it's just like, look, you can do that when you're
0: 18. I'm honestly, because I really feel like if it was meant for you to be a boy or girl, then that's what your mama would have been pregnant
1: with. So let me ask you, what's the difference between when they tell you when they're nine and when they're 18?
0: The difference is when they're 18, they can get out of my house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know but what? It's your house, hau-
0: support, your rules. <laughs> I would still support them though. I would still be that loving parent and support whatever decision because at 18, I would have taught you everything you didn't need to know and I would have... And I'll be
2: like, okay, you're an adult now. I'll still be there for support, though. You know what I'm saying? So you would trust that they were making, like, a wise decision because you gave them the knowledge to do what's best for them, right? right. Yes,
0: I would I would give them the knowledge, but sometimes that's where, as a parent, you got to let them live their
2: own life because – and just support them no matter what. Right. That's what I mean. You wouldn't – I mean, because parents think that it's a reflection on them like they fail some kind of way a lot of times mm-hmm. So, like – as long as you can understand that this is their life and it's no reflection of you at all. Like you don't have to be, doesn't nothing to be embarrassed about because it's not a reflection of you. It's, it's literally them living their life. That's what I want to like kind of point out. Like, I just feel like, I think the, the big problem with it is everybody's putting their own perceptions on these kids. Like the parent doesn't want us embarrassed. They're like, we're taking the kids cause we don't want them to be embarrassed. And it's like, no, you are embarrassed. Like they're not embarrassed. They want to do this. Like, and I understand where it comes from, but like people want to, at the end of the day, they're going to do what they want to do, you know? So I see both sides of what you're saying. Um, like full surgeries and all that stuff. Like I said, I don't know if I'm going to be down with that at you no know, 14 years old, but that's what they're doing, what I am down for is some therapy. I want to know why you feel this way. I want to sit and talk about it. And if it's legit, then okay, let's, let's write this out. I'm with y'all. Do whatever you want to do. As long as you're not hurting anybody in my book, but I hope to take taking the proper steps um, in whatever way, whatever's best for them. Well, don't know any rash it. but you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's tricky. It's very tricky. And yes, I, it a kid, but I was so weird talking about how to parent.
1: I was, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, because I don't have no kids and I don't plan on having no kids, so <laughs> who knows? My yeah, idea, honestly, my idea yeah, might change. I don't have no kids either, so it's like, you got three guys with
0: no kids talking about parents, and I'm like, to all my parents out there, y'all just y'all, y'all bear with us. Y'all just bear with us. Y'all have fun with us. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all just enjoy it with us. Enjoy the experience about three men who aren't fathers talking about parents. Y'all just enjoy. You know what I'm saying?
1: Please. Is <laughs> really, so like that Like I have
2: parenting experience. I have like, so I have seven siblings, and they all have like three, four kids apiece. So I feel like a parent. Low key, yeah, so that's like a parent, big family. for a long time but yeah they're not actually
1: mine so does that yeah and i'm the cool that, uncle yeah. i got about 5 nieces and a million nephews across the united states so mm-hmm.
0: well i got one niece from a sister that i really don't talk to it's like cuz my uh, dad like popped. <laughs> so the one sister <laughs> i do talk to the one i on close that. to. The, the, I'm just saying but the one sister i am close to me her talk about kids and she don't sound like she's about to have any. And I told her, I don't even know if I'm going to have some. So, But like I said, but there is, because there is, um is two of them that I don't get along with. I'm just just being honest, you know what I'm saying? So that's real.
1: Hey, I don't get along with my family currently. So I'm actually going through therapy to understand and disconnect. So I feel you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I think
0: I'm going to start going to therapy whenever I decide to reconnect with some other family members. Because... They be trying to add me on social media, but I'll be like, delete, delete. Y'all need y'all nosy asses here. Hey, shout out to everybody out there. We love our families out there. Don't don't mind us. We got love for our families, but we got to choose what our families work, man. I hope y'all enjoying this show. Have as much as we're enjoying the show. This is The look of Talk, guys only round. So let's talk about what we normally talk about. What are y'all thoughts on Insecure so far? Oh, man. Insecure is,
2: like, one of my favorite shows of, like, period, like, of all time. Like, I think as far as relatability, it's, I have never related more to a TV show, like, in my life. Like, I learn something every single episode. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I laugh, I cry, like, I it's, it's a good show. Like, it's better than, like, I can even describe. To me, like, personally, I don't know, like, if I'm just being dramatic, but I just can always find something to learn from each episode, you know. And I'm, it's a very smartly written
1: show and I just I love it. That's all I want to say. <laughs> um I love Insecure. Um like you said, um I learn something every episode. I more look at it like I look at the characters more detailed and I take away from each character of what I don't want to be like in the future. So like their bad characteristics. I'm like, nope, I don't want to be that, but try to make my own self better. And um, it's funny how relatable it is, cause some of the shit on the show I'm literally going through now. So I'm like, yeah. oh, so we really doing homework and we going to therapy? Oh. So once this quarantine or whenever right on, you know huh? that stage of my life is over, I'm gonna be great. So shout yes, out to I Issa know- Ray.
0: Yes, one time for Easter, y'all. Because even as black men, we sit here watching Insecure because we can definitely relate and we can definitely learn something from it, you know what I'm saying? I can learn about the different fuckboy mentalities and also the different sorry women mentalities as well, you know what I'm saying? It's like what you said, you don't want to be that person, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, no, you need to pick up on their bad habits so that you don't do it as well. And plus, it's like, and also it also tells you what women be thinking too, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it'll help us men out as well with dealing mm-hmm. with certain women. And um like I said, I'm happy. I, I'm happy I fell for it, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to East Ray. Right? You know it's real we watch the show multiple times, watch the same episode multiple times so you can pick over up. Over and over. Over because
1: and over. I, and over.
0: Before, before um insecure, I never really did that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but now now that I'm involved with a group that we taller have our insecure chats have to, you know what I'm saying? So I love those. Yeah. Yes, I love those. Got Shout out to it our up. ladies. Shout out to our ladies. Our ladies, the ladies that join us, they're going to be joining us for the season finale of Look So. Hope when we yeah. have the Avengers episode. Y'all be on the lookout
2: for that. Um, yeah, that's going to come in August. That's I, to be the one finale. Can I piggyback off of what you said real quick about the boy thing on Insecure? Yeah. Um, so the season finale last season whole Nathan situation at Easter, right? When I tell you, I was watching it and it was, I do, I'm, I go to therapy, I'm a therapist as well. Um, and that episode was like real-time therapy. Sometimes when you're in therapy, you're talking to like, you're telling your story, whatever, and you'll be talking and you're like real, hearing the hearing the answer as you're talking. Like, as you're explaining it, it's just like, oh my God, what am I saying? Like, you know? Mm-hmm. And a the therapist is normally just to be like, yep, yeah, that's it, keep going. You know? Mm-hmm. And so when I was watching the show, remember when he, uh, he dipped off and she was texting and getting left on read or whatever, but she saw he was on Instagram and was stripping like
1: what happened. And, she was <laughs> off, and then he came back and he was just like, look, I'm sorry. Like sometimes I get in my head, things get crazy, I disappear, whatever, all that. Um, I was like, my job
2: was like dropped open because... My whole life, I always felt like I was like the Easton situations. I always felt like it was just like I was the ghost and I was just this and this, this. But you attract what you put out. And so when I saw that, I was just like, oh, shit, I'm Nathan. Like, I just thought of all the people that I've done that to, you know what I mean? Because I think I'm good for that. Like, I'm really good for being like, oh, we're talking. I'm bored with this. Not because that about the person. It's because I'm going through some shit, you know what I mean? And I just keep caught up in work or whatever else it is. And I think that we're on the same level and we're, everything's cool and I just disappear. And then I'm like, man, I probably have a million people that have just fallen in my weight because, you know, I wasn't, you know, I was just in my own shit, in my own head. But you hurt people when you do that. So,
1: I don't know, that was my takeaway from that. I know it was really long, but, like... No, that's that all it's all good. It's all good. No, I, I was going to say, I actually learned that I was um, Nathan also. Um, and I, um, <laughs> I'm a ghoster. Um... Like you right. said, if I'm bored, I'm bored. Um, I don't do not do what are you doings all days. I, don't call me. Don't FaceTime me. Like, don't do any of that shit. Like I'm gonna peace out. Um, but I've also learned that it's also a toxic trait that I bring yeah. to friendships and not relationships. So, that's one yeah. of the things that I'm taking out <laughs> of the characters because I, I right. hate being a ghost. Like, I I feel like I'm a good person, but that's just like the one thing that people are like Marco. You just disappear. You just show back up as if nothing happened, and I just have the same excuse. My bad. I just have to work on me real quick. Okay. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's not a lie though. That is really true. Mm-hmm. Like- that, that's true. That is true. Now the one character, the one, the one sorry
0: character. I, I'll admit I had some tendencies of. Wasn't Nathan actually, um, we're going to get back to Nathan in a minute because somebody asked me a question, posed a question that, um, that I wanted, actually, we'll just do this now. Speaking of Nathan, what, do y'all think that was a mental illness that Nathan needed to address? That yeah, didn't, that he didn't, because someone asked me this and they want to hear a guy's take on this.
1: Was this something Nathan should have gone to therapy about? Yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm gonna say that because I know where I know why I do that. So same, like it's
2: literally, it's literally a mental. Like I, mm-hmm. I I'm not ashamed to say, like I got the therapy. I take, I have a regimen now. I take uh, medicine for a depression and anxiety. Like mm-hmm. it's a real thing. Like I just had to like finally admit to myself that okay, this is a problem. I should talk to somebody. Like it's like it's black people, who are afraid to do that. And then when I went and finally got somebody to hear my story, he was like. Hey, this is why you do X, Y, and Z because of what you just said, because of this, this, this. and this. it's like, Oh, I didn't know that. So yeah, like I, it's definitely that. Like you need to definitely go talk to somebody yes. and address I think, I think a lot of people
1: should, but most
2: people. Now, don't I, say, now I will admit
0: I'm going to get back into therapy. Like once I get some more things worked out, I'm going to get back into therapy because I will say during my time at FAMU, going to see my therapist, And it was a black man, so I learned a lot about manhood from him. And he he was getting on my ass about some stuff. He held me accountable, so I would definitely salute to him, you know what I'm saying, wherever he is, you know.
1: So so let me ask you guys something, because I actually just had this conversation with someone. Um, Do you guys prefer, um, this is like a two-part question, um, a black therapist, and if so, a male or female?
0: I would say I would say a black man because like because I can learn a lot from a, bl- a fellow black man because who probably done went through some of the same things that I went through you know. Now I will say I would be open to talk to a black woman so that way I can maybe she can help me teach me some things about the black woman that I haven't picked up on. So, maybe <laughs> I would be open to going to a black
2: lady. You know what I'm saying? But, so um, I open to whoever. Um, I initially wanted a black man. My very first service was a black man. I wanted a black male or whatever. Um, uh, and it was it wasn't like the experience that it was going to be. Um, again, I realized I have like daddy issues and mommy issues, so like that wasn't really helping because of black men. <laughs> and then, uh, but yeah, I'm I daddy issues. We're, we're, we're going to listening. He really helped me out for the short time we had. And then I got a black woman, bad idea. For me, again, I had issues, with women at the time in my family like that I was dealing with and I think that like, I liked her,
1: but when she, she was, she kept it real with me and she was real direct and she said some real stuff. But when you're pulling that
2: bandit off with some hurt things, you can't be, I can't be getting triggered while I'm being here. And I'm like, you look okay. kind of like the person that's triggering me. And so I can't, I could not take her direct, I appreciated it, but I could not take the harshness from her. Just so I wasn't ready to accept it yet. You know what I mean? So it was like, that didn't work out. And then I got, I have a white, this white man now. And believe it or not, he's, he's really good. <laughs> he's a young white dude. He's probably my age. And I I thought the first day I was like, this is not going to work. He's gonna know it's going to work. And he's dug up some stuff out of me that I never thought I was going to say. So, yeah, we're good. So, so far, so good. Well, it gets crazy I'll leave again. But it's a, it's a battle. You got to find the right person, the right chemistry. Yes, you definitely do. And also, did y'all
3: know there are free, um, free therapy sessions out there online? All you just have to mm-hmm. do is look up, up. Now, shout out to um
0: Dee Marie from the Woo Child Podcast. She's the one that told me about some of these free programs. So definitely, right. definitely go to therapy. Also, while we're here, let's just go ahead and dive into this this mental health illness um, because it May is mental health awareness, even though May is moving so fast. May is like moving like Roadrunner. That's how it's moving too fast. Early.
1: Let me tell you. Okay. Way too fast.
0: <laughs> but let's just dive into it. So why do y'all think us men don't like to go seek help? One second. Let me do a new recording. Black men
1: go seek help, or well, why don't other black men go go seek help when we need it? Um. I can't speak for all black men. Um, I can speak for my experience and why I didn't seek it when I needed it. Because um, me and my father, we didn't have a great relationship growing up. And um, I would never have a black male therapist just because that's traumatizing to me. Um, uh-huh. My father was in jail. So my toxic traits is going to the jail and coming back. Joint going to the jail and coming back. So that's what I put out into the world when I meet people and I have friendships. And that's uh-huh. what I'm trying to break. <laughs> so, it's like I know where it comes from and like it's traumatizing me. So I would I would never have a black male. Um I w- I I'll always have a black female cuz my mother my mother's always been there for me and she's the only like she's 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 the only one that's been there. So uh-huh um why i didn't get help i just wasn't ready um i wasn't ready to hear the truth and i just wanted to just keep learning or just keep going through life and one day i like fucked up really bad and i was like you know what we should probably just go talk to someone let's just go see it doesn't hurt and ever since then it's been working that's real i
2: think a lot of times um black people in general especially black men though like we feel like we it's two it's two parts we're so used to carrying the weight of the world because we're oppressed right so everything's against us all the time so it's almost like when you say you're depressed or you're anxious or upset it's like of course you are you're black what do you mean like shut up about it move on like mm-hmm. that's my family impression on it that's how i was brought up it was just like whatever get over it you know um, that's not a real thing And on top of that, too, I feel like we don't know, like, we're weak. And what I learned going to therapy was, like, how I'm, you saw how today I was late. So that's a puddle shoot at a meeting before that. Like, I'm always busy, busy, busy. And it's just, like, I'm sorry, trying to get it. And um, my therapist was saying, like, you just feel like, unless you're, like, balls to the wall, busy, you're not being productive enough. You're not doing anything. Like, if you're, like, seeing right being lazy, I don't, I definitely have a thing with,
3: like, not trying to be a lazy negro, like, is i i not doing nothing trying to have a job like that's okay. not me at all and so i think that it's just yeah like going and talk to somebody
2: and be vulnerable and be like i have a problem that takes a lot of balls and it means that you don't have it under control that. like we just got it all together you know like we're tough we don't we don't have the, we don't get we're not allowed to be vulnerable like white
3: like men or <laughs> women are most of the time
0: yeah honestly i would say it's about to be 2020 that stigma needs to change but Like the both of you, I've had dad issues as well. I've had, I had a dad that was just always, he was just the whole of the city. You know what I'm saying? He had like six kids from like four different women. You know what I'm saying? it's like, so I didn't meet the sister I was really close to until like I was 26. So I can definitely feel y'all on the dad issues because my dad was just never there. And my mom was a single mom. And it's like, she only met decent she didn't even meet men that were good enough to be like a father figure to me and the one man that did that was kind of like a father figure she always had something negative to say about him i know he was the man that um that learned from my grandfather and my grandfather instructed him to be like hey you need to be there for victor you know what i'm saying but like i said i, I went to counseling i didn't start going to counsel so i was going to college and i went to counseling for a lot for being shy and stuff that's why i went to counseling um not for issues and stuff. Um, so I would say that definitely helped break me out of my shell. And my therapist, was, he was holding me, a, he was a black man. He was holding me accountable on a lot of stuff. He said, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. Um, he says, you need to groom better. You need to take care of yourself. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. was checking was me about some things, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I do, like I said, give props to him because he'll bring up his own experiences because I told him, I remember one point I was like, I'll kind of give up on this dating thing, try to date. He was like, No, you need to go out there and try because how else are you gonna gain experience in dating and dealing with women? You know what I'm saying? He said, You need to try to get out of your shell. So, like I said, with him, I learned, I definitely learned about it because he was also bringing up examples of growing up in San Francisco and stuff, bringing up examples of being the father and um, that kind of stuff. So, I definitely feel y'all where I come from. And I feel like the reason black men really didn't go to therapy is because. We are always taught that the black men, so just be a strong man, never show your feelings, never show emotions and stuff. Yeah, but yet most people out here, some black men, they either killing themselves or they killing family members to just let it out. Because I guarantee you, if, somebody, if somebody was in a lot of these black men corners, they'd be a lot calmer, like... You know, a lot of black men wouldn't be doing the stupid shit that they're doing, like having multiple baby mamas and stuff. Somebody will get on their asses and,
1: you know, so. I've never understood that, why people have multiple baby mamas.
0: (laughs) Honestly, I've never understood that either. It's like, um, I hate to get off subject, but it's like, I'm like, really? And also, and honestly, I don't understand why people have babies with certain people. I'm like, really? Did you not think this before you, you slept with them? It's like too many. I feel like too many men got attracted to the body, and they were thinking with their business, and they just they don't be thinking like they, that. Person has to do more for you than just that. But getting back on subject, why, So what do you think needs to happen? How do how do we encourage black men
2: to go see therapists and go seek help? Because mental health is important. It definitely is. I wanted to like. I thought it was interesting what Marco said about like. Um, how you did, how you couldn't, um, have a black male therapist because mm-hmm. of like your, your dad or whatever. Like, that's what I was saying. Like, it's like, I'm, I feel that 100%. Like, it's crazy how that can shape your experience with the person talking to you because mm-hmm. you can't see anything but the face of the enemy. You know what I mean? And that's how it was when I had, I think her name was Nicole, like, because my issue was exactly, was yours, but the other way around. Like, my mom was the one that was like never really around. But, mm-hmm. um, My dad was, I lived with him for a little bit, but my grandma really raised me. But my dad, when he was around, he was very, like, emotionally distant. So it was basically, like, you might as well not been there either, you know? Like, so, like, it's crazy because when you're talking to this person, it's like, all your issues are projected on this person. So when I had Ed, the guy, the black man, he was really great, but I couldn't connect to him Mm -hmm. because just, my dad, he's great, but we have no connection like that, you know what I mean? And then when I got uh, the black woman when she was talking to me it was just like who are we talking to like that because I have issues with black women talking to me crazy <laughs> you know what I mean because of my mom and that exact so reasons why I didn't give black I was just like years. she's a great she's like it's so great she's giving it to me real I was like but I can't do this because I left mad every single time I never had a good experience when I left out. I was always left like triggered like so I don't know I'm just, I'm just glad you brought that up because it's like be careful when you are picking a therapist because you don't want to like heighten you know what's coming up. Like, it's okay to go through different therapists. It'll take a while to you find the perfect one sometimes. Mm-hmm. But you gotta be really careful because you can't hear it if the messenger is, you know, unintentionally triggering you. But yes. you know, your question, PJ, I'm sorry. <laughs> um,
0: Yeah. That wasn't even an answer. Alright, my question was, again, what do, What do we have to do to encourage our brothers to go seek help, you know what I'm saying? What, what needs to be done? Because it's like, I definitely grew you on the therapist. It's like, but for y'all, I never, I never like tested my issues with certain like a black man or black woman onto a therapist. It was just this therapist was somebody that was just talking to me and giving me some real shit. So it's like I never really had that problem.
2: So it I sounds like a father problem. figure to you, huh? He was like a father figure to you. It sounds like
1: mm-hmm.
2: he
0: kind of
1: he, he, he sounds like a good great good. man.
0: Yeah, he was. He, he was, was really good so- at stuff. Sure. I said, um, I said he was really good, but this, like, I said this was when I was at fam, and I was like, this was that time where I could, um, he was actually the one that kind of got me to stop being mad with my mom because there was a lot of things I was upset my mom for. But then, like I said, I was forgiving when my mom just finally admitted where she messed up at. So, but he was the one he got on me about that too. He was like, at a certain age, you gotta own it. Up. It's something you can change now. You can't just be blaming parents for everything. So right. For- like I said, get back to the question though. The question at hand once again was what do we have to do to encourage
2: our brothers to go seek therapists. Um you wanna know, Marco?
1: Yeah I I'll, mean- I'll go first. Um I don't think it starts with encouragement. I think it just starts with conversations like this. Um mm-hmm. I think this is a great conversation. Um and I think more black men should just be able to just talk to each other. You know how many times I walk down the street and I'm like, what's up? And the person that looks just like me don't say nothing back to me cause, because because mm-hmm. they don't know me. And I'm like, I, I, I that's another thing I don't understand. Like, why?
0: I don't know. It's like that up north. I ain't gonna lie. It's like that up because here in Florida, like I could be going somewhere and I see another brother just get my head nodded. People are like, what's up, man? Or even they're in my neighborhood, I'll be like, oh, all right, now how you doing? Or something like that. Even, even if I'm on the job or if I'm working or out, I see a fellow brother and it's just people
1: are like, what's up, man? Or what up? You know what I'm saying? Or some kind of conversation strike up, something like that. So That is definitely it, true.
0: It's a New York thing.
1: It is. And I think I just started realizing it because um, niggas say um, New York niggas are rude. Um I just don't think that just well, have...
2: all of New York is rude. I think all of New York um, is rude. Most of y'all are, though.
1: Not y'all. I'm not from here. <laughs> y'all is a group <laughs> and collective group of people. <laughs> oh, I am a transplant. Let me tell you: if when I move out of New York, if I don't ever have to come back to this state, I would be perfectly fine in life.
0: Listen, because. <laughs> I can do it. I will
2: see how you do it.
1: I would be perfectly fine. (laughs) Let me tell you.
2: (laughs) I am not a serious flicker by any means. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm
0: -hmm. I I, I definitely feel like we need to have more conversations like this. Kind of how we just kicking it and talking about things. And we also need to have more vocal forums. So guess what? Y'all need to be hitting us up in the DMs. Like, hey, y'all got something y'all want us to talk about. Please DM us. Talk to us about it. Because... We are here for y'all, you know what I'm saying? Now what are some things y'all find yourself dealing with on the regular now, like that you that you seem to be just struggling with that um you know, mentally.
1: Ooh. Um <laughs> <sighs> Um Y'all want me to start? Yeah, you start. Go <laughs> I gotta think of about- <laughs> Okay, I'll
0: guess I'll answer my own question first. I think some things I've been dealing with mentally is just being anxious and complacency because it's just, it's like, I know where I'm at. I'm looking at uh, evaluating everything. I'm just like, I know this is not what I've been being since when in my time, when, when things finally going to fall in place. So it's like, I've been dealing with that. And also I've been dealing with the part of just hanging out with my sibling and both of us just being frustrated. And I'm just, I'm at a point where I'm just, I'm tired of being tired. I'm just, I want there to be a time where me and my sister we're hanging out and both of us are happy, not both of us miserable because of the opposite sex or because we're we're not where we are in our careers or it's just that's where I'm at, mental. I'm just mentally just tired of it all. Uh, and honestly, doing the podcast is what kind of kept me going because it's like it's been a a mental release for me. So that's why that's why in April I kind of went crazy with doing the podcast and stuff. So that's kind of where I'm at mentally. I'm trying to.
1: Work through that. That's why I'm now mentally working through that. So I am uh, for sure. That's good. That's good work. Um good job. You're gonna get there too, black man. Um what I was gonna say is that um what am I working on mentally? I am, my brain is like six months ahead of like everything that I got going on, and I'm trying to live in the moment and um I just can't like I, my brain is like go go go. I'm normally used to living in a metropolitan city, so it's always like fast paced like go go go. Now that I'm in upstate New York, it's like a little bit slower and I'm trying to slow my mind and my body down, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Cuz I like always being busy and doing stuff and I think I was just telling somebody that I can't even sit down. Like I just started watching TV again after like nine months of not turning my TV on. Really? I, wow! Like, okay. I how was did this, you go
0: nine months without turning your TV on?
1: Because I'm right. All, I'm always listening to music or podcasts.
3: Hmm.
1: I, I get that. I don't have um. I don't have cable, so I don't like watching. Episodes week by week. Insecure is different because I actually bought the fucking app um, monthly until this shit is over. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then you probably gonna renew it for season five. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, but we're not about to do fourteen ninety nine monthly. Uh huh. <laughs> but um, yeah,
2: it's a bitch every time it comes out. Let me. I'm like, this. I'm gonna stop paying for this. But um, just... like I
1: said, I gonna lie, I'm
2: gonna say this on the
0: podcast. My tip is
2: better pay somebody to jailbreak a fire stick for you. That's yeah, that, that, that's the plug right
1: there. Yeah, now I anyway. just, now I just have to find time to sit down and watch TV because I'm always doing shit.
2: Yeah.
1: So, just so trying, you're, to, you're, trying to balance that. Okay, yeah.
2: I'll like, say, yeah. What's the deal with me? You know what? I think balance is like the key word. That's what mm-hmm. I really try to do. Um, I have a really bad have it with my schedule like I cram cram work I never stop like if I have a day open it's like all right so I'm, it's like you to meet it yeah I'll meet you in the morning and then I'll do a photo shoot at two and then I'll do a recording at five and then I'll meet you at so-and-so's for open mic night you know what I mean like I just cram my days in because I feel like I'm just like fighting this invisible clock all the time like I gotta get so much done like time's running out you know and that clock, it doesn't exist. And then the polar opposite of that is when I'm not doing anything, then I'm gassed out and tired, and it's like, you know, cl- <laughs> close the door. I'm watching Disney Plus all day long. I answer my phone, eating Cheetos, and just, you know, wasting the whole day. And then I get depressed because I feel like I wasted the whole day. I ain't shit. No. I'm never going be, be, to be where I need to be because I'm all just all waste all my time.
1: Thank so you. Mad, <laughs> That's yeah. exactly the rest of the week i can't even enjoy it because i'm jam-packing myself
2: like trying to get all this stuff done so it's like i'm trying to just balance out living in the moment being happy with where i'm at and not feeling like i gotta conquer the world like truth be told like today even for this like i was really kicking myself on the way here like dang i should have done this done that like i should have scheduled all this stuff on one day because i got y'all y'all have things to do now pushing y'all's day back and it's just like you're not helping anybody when you're cramming stuff in like that so balance is like yeah i need trust trust. i I feel you
0: on the balance thing i definitely feel you on that because i just i tell myself to get balanced because i'm balancing of not getting so down on myself because where i'm where i'm I'm at is not where i want to be but i tell myself all the time it's just it's not temporary and also and another thing I will admit, another thing that be kill me, I'll be looking at social media and stuff. I'll be like, I will be seeing people posting good news and stuff, posting big time things. I'm like, when is that gonna be me? Shit, you know. But it's like I have those moments too, and it's like, but I you know like, what, Victor? Yeah, you're right where you're supposed to be, though. You
2: mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you're, you know, you know. I think that's we gotta we gotta be careful with what we say. Like this right, this moment right here, like this is exactly what we're supposed to be doing. Like the three of us having this conversation. We're right in line, you know, aligned. So, like, even when it's not the most glamorous or things are hard or rough, like, we gotta be thankful for those times too. Because it's like, it's you know, what I mean, it could be tomorrow, it could be six years from now. You never know when that time exactly. is gonna come. But we gotta just try, yeah. like just be happy with what we have. So, I feel like, I mean, you are pursuing it. You can get your, you get a podcast out. You're, not, you're doing the work. You got all these shows stocked up. Like your work ethic is crazy. Like you're way ahead of most
1: people. The most people around just talk about it. So, like, be proud of mm-hmm. that. You know, right. Like, you're out here doing it, and it's going to hit when it hits. Shit, nigga. Yeah. I wish I had episodes lying you know. to August. You know how much sleep I would be fucking getting?
2: Right. I wouldn't <laughs> be doing this
1: now. <laughs> right. Hold <Hello. laughs> on. And on that note, it's good that you busy
0: like that, too, because you stay active. and You stay motivated. At least you hungry. You get it. So it's like, yeah, it's good, but I will say just find time to bounce it out and space shit out. You know what I'm saying? It ain't the end of the world to move some things around to where you're not killing yourself, it's not too yeah. strict, it's on you. It's like, because you got to make people accommodate for your time, your services. Mm-hmm. Now, um, so I would just say, space shit out. Don't don't cram yourself, because you're going to kill yourself like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No,
2: that's facts. That's Self- like <laughs> Self- like my friends.
1: Self-care Sunday. <laughs>
2: Hello. Hello. Yeah, look, I was supposed to do that this Sunday, and now I already got Sunday booked with some stuff. I'm just like, it's not going to happen.
1: I am doing <laughs> it. I am doing a self-care Sunday. I'm going on a hike. You know, oh, you
0: know what I think? I think i might, I might do a self-care Monday because like I said I have a 2-day orientation. So, I I might do self-care Memorial Day since
2: my job is oh, over. Well, hallelujah. Monday I'm off. Shit. Hey man, what are you doing?
1: Mm-hmm. Shout about Honda, but any time was cheaper. I
2: I think I'm gonna have a kind of a self care Saturday because Saturday I'm doing I don't have anything booked. Um, but I'm going to a barbecue with some old work friends I haven't seen in like since before quarantine. It's only four of us, but still six like meat. it'll be cool to feed them. Um social so, yeah. <laughs> distancing, but it's it, it less than six of us together, so it's good. It's only four of us, but that's kind of a self care thing, like eating some good food, mm-hmm. smoking, drinking, you know. So, yeah, you brought up a good.
0: That's that's a good that's idea. Work. But you just brought up something else I forgot to mention. I should have mentioned earlier. But what have y'all learned from this quarantine? From being quarantined and told to stay at home?
2: You think, Marco? <laughs>
1: You like putting me on the spot, don't you? It's <laughs> fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like, I'm just going to like, start calling out wait, people's man, names. i not have nothing. He'll put Marco on the spot. I'm like, damn. It's cool. I was, like, I was I was definitely that kid in class. That was just not raising their hand. I was just like, she knows the answer. <laughs> <laughs> on, oh, you that motherfucker. <laughs> and, um, I, and, I, and I hate when excuse
3: it's... Excuse me, excuse now, me. Excuse me. Not, I think Marco raised my... his hand. I
1: think Marco had his hand. Did you your hand up early? You didn't? Uh, no, that wasn't you. No, see...
3: No,
0: here's why the class
2: hated me because I'll come into class late and I'll be like, "Hey, did y'all turn in that
1: homework?" I was that much. Yeah, I'm like, no, you got you were, you, were you got here. cussed That's out by me. You got cussed out yeah. by me multiple times.
2: And by me. And by me. Yeah. I would have been like, "Y'all niggas can just copy <laughs> off my homework."
1: Damn. Shit. No, I'm trying to learn. Like my mom's <laughs> no, gonna no. my mom's gonna quiz me when I get back home. I gotta learn this shit.
2: Oh, Did so you know their homework? Like, Shit! You know how much money I spent over the years paying kids for their homework, like high school, college. I'm like, are you done with that? So go ahead and pass me that. Like, I said, when I was in college, my first year, uh, um, what class was it? My Photoshop class, uh, digital imaging, or something like that, or graphic design, some kind of like Photoshop class. We learned how to do Photoshop. I was paying the kid in there to do my assignments every single week. Like everything, homework, everything. I was just paying him because I hated doing the work and I wasn't good at it. Yeah. I am not above cheating. Fuck it, it's, a, I school. Ain't gonna lie. it's a school. I'm not. What's I'm up? Not a graduate. Nobody wants to be here. I was cheating like I'm a this on tests. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, but I was my turn. I was trying to get
0: out of there. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I was. <laughs> I'm paying for it. Shit, might as well let me cheat. I'm paying for it. So
1: hey. But... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, but getting the back question? to subject Y'all I'm sorry we've been getting off topic all night But hey it's fun It's it's the first time that we have had two guys on So y'all if y'all hear this And y'all like they get off topic too much Shut the fuck up and then just enjoy this damn conversation Enjoy this so, black
1: man So, so what, ha- what I have learned From um Quarantine Is my potential um Just in everything that I've ever wanted to do Um Just like podcasting, I started modeling, Um, I started doing styling, just like everything that I was doing like four years ago. I don't know where that Marco went, but he's back. So I'm just, (laughs) I'm actually, I'm happy. When quarantine first happened, I was like very depressed. I was like, this is bullshit. Cause you know, I'm a day party. I'm a bruncher. Like I like all that shit. I was like, you know what? But the world has stopped. You can work on some shit that, that to-do list that you say that you always gonna do, that never disappear, you need to do that. And I've just been marking shit off. So, I'm I'm proud. I actually want quarantine to last a little bit longer.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, all that and more what you said, I definitely um, was, it's taught me. To be honest, I hate to even say this because I know people have lost loved ones and I don't want to make light of that, but quarantine for me has probably been the best time personally that i've had in a couple of years mm-hmm. like i moved to Florida a couple of years ago and it has been a rough ride the entire time um and i'm like i'm grateful for it. i moved down here for this like trying to get my career started but it's been a lot of work and a lot of pitfalls and a lot of this thing's hitting me out of nowhere that i didn't expect and so uh when quarantine hit it just kind of hit around the same time of like i finally just kind of got caught up on like bills finally and i just kind of got like i just got my my little regimen like for you know my ailments because <laughs> so mm-hmm. i'm taking my medicine so and stuff just kind of kind of just got my feet solid right and then like that same week like it was, maybe it was thursday like um the thursday before um I was like telling my friend, oh, I feel so good. Everything's going good now. The very next week, my job called, and they were like, okay, we're letting everybody off. Like, we don't know what's going on. Like, so, um, everything just got shut down. And normally, like, if this happened one month before that, I would have completely collapsed and pulled apart. Like, that's, I couldn't handle that. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, okay, cool. Like, I felt
1: really good, and I've been feeling good the entire time. Like, I've just got so much done, and, like, my whole to-do list, and just checking it off, boom, 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 things that I've been trying to do since I moved here are finally getting done, and yeah, so I'm just trying to take advantage of the time while I have it, like every single second. That's why I'm booking things up all things. I don't know what's gonna happen, and life can change like that. We've seen it. So hello, let me tell you. Yeah, give seven now.
0: Do what she can. Yes, right. that's real. That's real. Um, like y'all I definitely agree quarantine has taught, brought out the beast to me you know what i'm saying i had I, um like i definitely agree with both y'all on scheduling and stuff because truly when this quarantine happened it gave me one time to podcast and, and guess what i did and it's like i learned if you ask they will come you know what I'm saying and it's like and i've been making connections been doing different video calls with y'all with people in different states um do, making different connections so that's what I've learned, and also I've also learned that I kind of like working from home. You know, what I'm saying, not having yeah. to go the long way for work and stuff. So, not I've having to get and not having to get dressed for anything, I just be getting cussed out, just in my pajamas only if I want to. You know, what I'm saying, That's <laughs> what I'm saying. not the uh, shit! Uh, I know some people that don't actually work that be on phones that don't wear clothes. So <laughs> I <laughs>
1: wish I could work from home. I still gotta go into the office.
0: Damn! I was like that for a while until I got the computer shit working. But don't feel bad. Um, this new job I'm about to get, I'm probably gonna be going out soon. So. But yeah, that's what I learned, and also I learned that this country is savages, and you know what? You can't rely on America for shit because it also showed where some It showed who only gave them about their money, and showed who um who gave them about the people. So, how the hell is the Amazon CEO about to be a whole trillionaire? But the factories, Amazon factories, are messy, and nobody cleaning them up and also it shows you how dirty people are because also saw saw a story about the new york city subways excuse me got clean for the first time in 112 years
1: 112 years i don't even want to talk about it that's disgusting that is so this disgusting. whole world like, america has pissed me off over the last 3 months everybody is <laughs> ugly disgusting we are not thinking right um I've already... We're not taking
0: it right. We we only... It's like America's only advertising this, this damn coronavirus. They're not talking about, oh, who's gonna recover this stuff because they want everybody panicking. And my big question is, what the hell does toilet paper gotta do with this damn virus? Right. Um, when What's y'all not wiping y'all ass? What the hell?
1: Because I've already had toilet paper and light saw and all this other shit in my house. So when y'all was doing that, I was just going for my monthly, like, you know, restock. But I can't even He's do dead. that because y'all niggas is dirty as hell. The but, that, yeah. y'all know,
2: that black lady fighting those two, like, look like Arab women or, like, I don't know what they were. They were, like, you know, I don't want to get them wrong. But you also, they were fighting in the grocery store over that toilet paper. The two, like, I think they were, like, Israeli woman. They had a whole cart full <laughs> of toilet paper. And the black lady went in one row and they were fist fighting over it, like. Oh, one roll? Oh, hell no. I, I mean, that one roll was like one pack or like one pack left, but they had a cart full of like the 24, like the packs of packs. Man, up. listen, that, 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 that couldn't have, 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 could have been me and my people, because
0: me and all my people would go up to that cart, be bum rush. Y'all, y'all can't stop all of us. Hell, y'all ain't buying up all this damn
2: toilet paper. Well, I just pray that I'm never in a situation like that because part of me is like, I'm, I would be so embarrassed if I was out in Walmart fighting behind the toilet paper. But at the same time, you got me fucked up if you're not going to give me one pack of this toilet paper if you got the whole thing. So I guess I'm just going to be out here fighting for it. Like, and now we all look stupid, but I was like, Lord, I <laughs> wish <Lord, laughs> like that, please. Not we I all don't wish not like that, which is why I don't go to the Walmart
0: right up the street from me sometimes. I'll just go to one in a different neighborhood. I, I don't mind taking the drive. like fuck it. I don't do to go to another neighborhood, go up and their Walmart. You know what I'm saying? But we learned a lot during, during this quarantine. But now we get to the part we had Marco earlier today. Now we get to the part where we get to drag some people.
1: Who y'all want to? Dra- <laughs> um, mm. I want to drag all of America. <laughs> no, um, futures dumbass. Like Damn, yeah. another thing. Like okay, the baby is yours. This ain't brand new to nobody but your ass. Why are you acting so dumb on the internet? Just get a woman her money and just go about your life. You see her? Let me tell you about these people on Twitter and comparing um, Future's birthday tweet versus um, Mr. Wilson's. I'm just like, y'all, I mean, technically, he's the boy's dad right now because they're married. <laughs> technically, <laughs> Future, we all know that that's his son. So. He can't take that title away from his son. So what are we really arguing about here? Why are we acting so dumb as if we don't know what marriage is? He's right. a stepfather. We know Future is the real father. Like, just, I just don't understand people and this internet and just trying to make things happen and for clout. Yes. that's going to make
2: that happen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Still going,
1: happen. Yes, and I'm done with future. (laughs) Amber. (laughs) Amber too.
2: Yes. Okay. People
0: that do stupid shit for clout on the internet, I'm need y'all to come to the fucking front of the
3: line
1: because
3: y'all ain't it,
1: man. You know what else is dumb too? So I went a little snooping on Twitter. And niggas are like actually have nudes on Twitter just publicly when they can just make a OnlyFans and get paid for it. That's another thing that I don't understand. Why would you just, like, if you're gonna do it, you might as well just do it? (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Just don't advertise for free. It's dumb. Listen. To everybody, listen, I'm glad you said the OnlyFans. To everybody,
0: their mama, listen. Not everybody needs to be on OnlyFans. So, to all y'all asses that want to be on OnlyFans, if you ain't that attractive enough, you ain't shit. Don't
1: Um, be getting your... I mean... I'm Victor. Don't... Somebody for everybody. I was going to say, don't knock it till you try it, because niggas get paid for fee pictures, and you ain't showing nothing. What? Yes. And you mail your socks. I mean... I'm talking like I'm experienced, but you know, if you're I'm fi- not saying anything, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I just, I just know how this works. But... I haven't had
0: a manicure, so you know, or a pedicure. So I'm like, I'm allowed. That's all. No, tomorrow,
1: no, uh, Victor. <laughs> people like ugly toes. People like pretty toes. Like it's, it's some weird shit happening out here. So okay, people are paying. People are paying I've for videos thing. for feet videos and hand videos and everything else. What I showing your face. Alrighty, dude.
2: Boom. Alrighty, (laughs) dude. I'm gonna keep my OnlyFans comments to myself. I mean,
1: but I concur. (laughs) Yeah, that's my. I have one question, though, and
0: it's not all the ladies like, no, we wouldn't pay for it. I'm like, really? Hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't pay for a man's OnlyFans.
1: I'm drinking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> just know my rent and my car note and everything else in this bitch is paid for so everything extra um that's between me and my bank account <laughs> hey, my god all <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it there mm. yeah we're gonna leave
0: it there if y'all got somebody y'all want us to drag y'all let us know you know what I'm saying ladies and gentlemen this is the look only round,
1: what's up? We did it,
2: y'all. Hey. We did it. Hey, we gotta close it
0: out. Um, y'all got any closing thoughts for the people?
2: Mm. Closing thoughts?
1: If you black, stay black and proud. If you white, tell your white people to get their shit together because I'm stressed the fuck out. And that's on that. Agreed. Okay, I agree with Marco, but go ahead, Don. Um, love
2: yourselves. <laughs> don't care it's a real thing the first step to, to fixing your problem is admitting you have a problem so don't be above going to talk to somebody if you really feel like if you're thinking about it you need to go let that me that's already a sign saying like okay I need to go do it mm-hmm. cross your brain it's time to go take care of it
0: so that's all See ladies now. and gentlemen <laughs> the final thought for this
3: guys only edition is
0: simple Mental health is important, and we need to start taking it accountable more seriously, fellas. It is 2020. We may, It's okay to go talk to somebody. I know we're supposed to be the strong, man. It's okay to go talk to somebody. Sometimes a strong person needs somebody to lean on to. It is definitely okay. It is 2020. There's no reason why you need to be carrying the stress of the world. Talk to somebody about it. Rest. Take self-care. Put your phone on Do Not Disturb. Do things for you. It's okay, black man. Block
1: these brother. niggas, too. Also, Just kidding.
0: Yes. <laughs> them, too. Them, too. And also, if you need to talk to somebody, talk to somebody. Be vulnerable exactly. with people. Don't let one person, because one person fucking up for everybody, be vulnerable, you know, ladies and gentlemen. Be yourselves.
3: And that's my final thought for this episode. It's this guy's home. only round. Marco, tell the people where the front you at.
1: Thank y'all for listening. It's your boy, Marco DePrince. You can find me on the Hear Me Out podcast on Instagram, hearmeout.pod, and tweet me at thisishearmeout. You can find me personally at Marco DePrince, M-A-R-C-O-D-E-P-R-E-N-C-E, and I'm out. (laughs) B.
2: Thank you guys again. Uh, thank you for having me, Victor. Uh, it's Don B. You can find me at lead Don B on all platforms. Also, uh, what happened at up like the podcast. Um, as we're also on WXSJ ninety seven point three uh, radio station out of Miami. So check us out,
1: out there. Okay. Oh, I feel yeah. famous. Can I get your autograph, please? <laughs> In the Miami
2: area. If not, you can stream us online. That's um, every day at nine AM and
1: two PM, and also eight thirty and four AM. That's all. Thanks. Oh, <laughs> you got four shows, y'all. Y'all go. Y'all go listen to my boy.
2: Y'all go to- listen.
0: If you want South Florida to go listen to the man, listen. This is your man V Jones signing out. You can find me on Twitter at Real V Jones. You can find me on Instagram at Real V Jones as well. That's where I post all the food I be trying. Now, if you want to get a hold of Look and Talk the podcast, it's Look and Talk podcast on Instagram. And I do want to thank you all for listening to this guys on the round. Thank you for subscribing to the Look Talk podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Radio. Wherever you get your podcast out, also leave us a rating. Go ahead and rate us because show us some love. You know, man. Holler at us and holler at us. We are here for you. Until the next time you hear our voices. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, nothing in life is is uh, forever. And when you're feeling painful, always remember to pull that shit up
1: and we'll see. <laughs> we ain't getting no younger, baby. And I'm ready to be with you. Woo Sing,
3: <laughs> Sing it, dog. <laughs>